Hey everybody, welcome back to another week with Faith Over Fear. It's about the middle of May, and I do have to apologize. I know last week we did not have an episode, and again, I apologize for that, as May's been a pretty busy month for my wife and my family. We've got baseball going on, we've started a church between work, and we've had some friends come in town, so I have to apologize. I ran out of time last week, I didn't, I was not able to get to an episode, and so... I am sorry. I did have one ready. I did have one prepared, and I just I didn't have a chance to get there. So I do apologize. Um, I'm actually going to push that last week, what last week should have been about, to next week. This week, I want to get into Roe versus Wade. I know that that's kind of been a hot topic in a lot of media outlets in the last few weeks, and <clears throat> rightfully so. And so I just kind of want to take, kind of put some stuff out there give you my take on it, bring some scripture into it, and then to be completely honest with you, I'm just going to make a bold statement at the end in regards to believers, and it might hurt some feelings, it might ruffle some feathers, but I'm, I've I've got to take this stance when it comes to abortion. So jumping right in, like I said, so a couple weeks ago, <clears throat> a document was leaked from the Supreme Court on their decision that they were going to kick Roe versus Wade out and send the decision of abortion back to the states instead of having a federal law, which, to be fair, in the United States, that's exactly how it should be. Um, I know there's a lot of people out there that think this is a big win for conservatives, it's a big win for pro-lifers, and honestly, in my opinion, I don't really think it's that big of a win. Um, I do think it's a small victory. I think it's something that we should continue to fight for and something that we should be proud of, but I think that we have to continue to push even more so now that we're getting opportunities to kick them back to the state. But so what pretty much is going to happen is states going to states are going to be allowed to make their own laws and regulations on how abortion is handled. It's not going to be handled at the federal level anymore. And that's honestly how it should be in the United States of America. So where some issues start coming in is the, the document was leaked by what some people think was a was a court clerk um, leaking the documents to the news probably to help intimidate some of the Supreme Court justices into overturning what um, they, what they were going to do. It's not going to work. There's a lot of protests going outside of these people's home, and that's not going to work. It's actually illegal. Um, and so I want to encourage you guys to be praying for our Supreme Court justices right now for their homes and their families for protection. Um, and honestly, it's it's a pretty disgusting turn on how things have gotten at their homes. It's actually illegal in Maryland and Virginia to protest outside of a Supreme Court justice's house like this, but yet Jen Psaki, Psaki <clears throat> from the podium said that the White House position is that they're going to continue to encourage these types of protests, which is just is just nuts. It's crazy that they're going to continue to encourage that, although um, it's illegal and, and these people shouldn't be doing it. So Things have gotten pretty rough for the Supreme Court justices. It took courage for them to be able to stand on this decision. And so I think it's important that we continue to pray for these justices and support them. And getting into it now, and this is where things are going to get pretty dicey. Things are going to get a little heated. And I'm not going to lie to you guys, I get heated over this topic. Um, Abortion is wrong, period. 
Period. There is no if ands or buts about it. There's no debate about it. There's no you're you are killing a lot. You are taking a life. You are killing a child. And that is what it is. You, there's no sugarcoating it. There's no trying to justify it. There's none of that nonsense. Especially if you're a believer. If you are a believer, then there is only one stance to take on this on this topic, and that's pro-life. And I'm going to break down the pro-abortion, pro-choice, and then pro-life as we go on. But I want to get into I want to get into what happened on a political landscape when when this document was leaked and and the decision that they're going to make in the in the near future was leaked. So the first thing I want to touch on is Chuck Schumer. Um, he is the majority leader in the Senate. And he brought it to the Senate floor to be voted on. So what Chuck Schumer said, right after the leak came out and and it was known by the public, Chuck Schumer comes out on the Senate floor and he says that it's an abomination. It is an abomination that the Supreme Court is going to send this back to the states. And and, and again, aside now, I know I talked about this for a minute, but, but hear me out for a second on why I said it wasn't necessarily the greatest win for pro-lifers. This is not ending abortion. It is not ending abortion. It's just simply sending it back to the states. So if you live in a Republican state, it will be more of a win for you. But if you don't, then it's not really a win for you because there's going to be states like California and New York are still going to allow it. Okay, That's why I said it's not necessarily the greatest win for us. However, it's a, a small victory. It's a small battle in a bigger war. And so Chuck Schumer says it's an abomination that the Supreme Court would do this. And then he goes in to rip Republicans for thinking that pro-life is the way to go. And so he forces it to a vote in the Senate to make it a federal law that abortion is it stands. Right? <clears throat> he called it an abomination. An abomination. I'm going to tell you what an abomination is. An abomination is slaughtering innocent lives in the womb of a woman. Slaughtering generations of children in the womb. That is an abomination. Okay? A true abomination is that. And I want to I want to bring in Proverbs real quick. And I'm probably going to bring this up a couple times throughout the episode. But I, um, I know I've been telling you guys, I've been listening through Scripture throughout this year. I've taken time every day to try to read through Scripture. I'm going to try to read front to back this year. And so recently I was in Proverbs. In Proverbs 6, starting in verses 16, it says that there are six things the Lord hates, seven that are detestable to Him. And the third thing on this list, after haughty eyes and lying tongue, which are important, and I'll probably cover these in the future, but the one I really want to highlight right here is hands that shed innocent blood. Hands that shed innocent blood is one of the seven things that are detestable to God. One of the things that God hates is the shedding of innocent blood. And I don't know what is more innocent than a child's life in the womb of a woman. I don't know anything. There is nothing that could be more innocent than that right there. So an abomination is the fact that you want to continue to dwell in one of the things that the Word says that God hates. And this is important for believers to get. This is important for Christians to get. And again, we're going to get dicey and we're going to get 
this episode, I'm going to go into it and I'm, I'm not going to hold back on it because I, because this is so important to me. This should be so important to every Christian. So the far left, the leaders of the far left are calling this an abomination. An abomination. Another politician out of California, and I don't remember her name, she goes on record to say that abortion should be legal because inflation is so high that a woman should have the right to choose how many mouths they're going to have to feed because inflation is so high and it's going to be hard to feed them. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? So from that logic, what you're telling me is, is that if you have a one-year-old and inflation goes up and it's hard to pay for it, then you just kill the kid. You just kill the kid because it's just too expensive to, ha- to have them. That logic, that mentality is complete and utter garbage. The fact that you would even come on any type of, of record saying that is absolutely ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. That cannot be a stance that anybody takes on this. It's ridiculous. It's too expensive, so go kill the baby. How about if you don't want to get pregnant, stop having unprotected sex? How about that? To kill a baby. Come on. And then again, going back to Chuck Schumer, so they they take it to the Senate, they take it to the Senate to have it voted on. Okay? And we all know what happened. Or if you don't, I'll inform you. There wasn't a single Republican that signed on to it. And 49 of the Democrats signed on to it. One didn't, that being Joe Manchin. Now, before you start hooting and hollering for Joe Manchin, ooh, good for you. He didn't not he didn't vote against it because he disagreed with it. He voted against it pretty much because he said that what the bill that they put forth didn't do what they said they were going to do. So he couldn't vote for it. So it wasn't necessarily that it's because it was trying to allow abortion. It was because the bill didn't do what they said it was going to do. Okay. And so I'm going to make this very, I'm going to distinguish this right now before I I continue into where I'm going with this. The Democrats, the far left, the left took this to the table, running to the table with it, saying that they think that abortion should be allowed all the way through up to birth. And in some instances, they were even pushing for, I believe it was up to 23 days after birth, you can abort the baby. So now we're pushing abortion to outside the womb. That's what was in the bill. That's what they're trying to push. So the left is pushing not only to slaughter a baby in the womb now, all the way up to full term, but outside of the womb now, after they've been born. So they keep pushing the goalpost, right? The left keeps pushing this goalpost. It was a heartbeat. Then it was um, then it was full term. Now it's, well, even though they're born, they're not, um, they, they are still dependent. So therefore they're not a viable life. Do you see what they're doing? They're continually pushing the boundaries on what life is so that they can end life. And I want to remind you in Proverbs, one of the six things that God hates is the shedding of innocent blood. And yet here we are. We've got the far left. We've got the whole left, the White House included, running to the table to slaughter children. It's absurd. It's absurd. And it should make everybody in the church, it, it, everybody in the church should be upset about this. And this is where I'm going. And this is why I say that things are about to get dicey. So, I've, we've had two episodes before with Brooke Larkin um, from Students for Life, and we've gone through the numbers, and this is what I want to get at. For the people who say that, you want, that you're pro-choice because of rape, 
Rape is 0.39%. And that's actually rape slash incest is 0.39%. It's not even a half a percent of total abortions. It's not even not even half a percent. If you actually pull in all the, the quote-unquote hard cases, it's 2.22% are considered hard cases. Health of the mother, health of the baby, rape and incest. That's your three things, right? And so this is what I'm here to tell you. The rape, you got to stop talking about that. You got to stop. There are so many things that you can do, one, to prevent the pregnancy, but two, you can put it up for adoption. And three, regardless of how hard the situation is, the way I see it is, is that the baby shouldn't have to pay for the sins of the father. That baby is still 50% the mom. You can put that baby up for the up for adoption. Having an abortion is not going to take away from the effect of the trauma of the rape. It's not going to help. Now, in saying that, I'm not here to say that I'm going to um, uh, condemn any woman who has had an abortion. I'm not going to do that. I want to encourage you guys to go back and listen to prior episodes, Compassion Without Compromise. What I'm here to tell you is, is that we cannot have a federal law to just have abortion okay because of 0.39%. Ain't going to happen. Shouldn't do it. We won't. We can't do it. Okay? And so going into that, that's where I'm going to break down the the different um, viewpoints on abortion. So you've got pro-abortion, you've got pro-choice, and then you've got pro-life. Pro-abortion means that you are full-blown for killing a baby. Up to now, up to, it sounds like a month after the baby's born. Anytime you can kill the baby. That's pro-abortion. Full-blown kill it. Pro-choice means that you don't want to have to make the choice for the woman. And so therefore, you want to be left out of it. Most of the time of the people that I know that are pro-choice, it's you think it's wrong, but you don't think it's your place to tell a woman is pretty much the, the, the stance they take on that. And this one I'm going to tell you, if you are pro-choice, I'm not here to bash you. I'm not here to, to be hard on you, but this is what I'm going to tell you. If you think that abortion's wrong, have the guts to say it. Have the guts to say it. Because in today's world, when you're pro-choice, you are pro-abortion. Because what you're saying is, is you are not brave enough to stand up and say, I think it's wrong and we can't do it. And I'm sorry, I'm not trying to offend anybody. I'm not trying to be rough, but I'm sorry. Pro-choice is a weak stance to take. It's a weak stance. I'm not saying that I have the ability to tell a woman what to do with her body. That's not at all what I'm saying when I'm saying I'm pro-life. What I'm saying is, is I want to save the life of that baby, period. And when you have 98% of abortions come from convenience, then get out of here. Get on birth control. Stop having premarital sex. Stop having sex. Unprotected sex. Stop. You don't want a baby, then don't play the game that gets you a baby, okay? So I want to encourage all of you out there, if you are a believer, if you call yourself a Christian, if you if you believe in God Almighty, then take a hard stance with pro-life, okay? Don't be weak in your faith. Don't be weak in your beliefs, okay? Listen, right here, again, I told you I'm going to come back to it a lot. These are one of the things that God hates is the shedding of innocent blood. Take a bold stance against abortion today and forever. If you are a believer, it's time to stand up with the pro-lifers, okay? And here we go. I'm probably going to make some people mad here. And to be honest with you, I, I, I just don't even care anymore. Because I think that what I'm about to say, I think it has to be said. I don't think pastors want to say it. I don't think the church wants to get into it. But I'm going to tell you right now, faith over fear will get into it. And I'm not scared to say it. If you are a believer, if you are a man or woman of faith, 
You believe God is our creator. Jesus is our savior. You're rooted in biblical truths. You're rooted in biblical values. If that's who you say you are, you cannot support the Democratic Party anymore. Period. It's over. You can't. You cannot do it. You cannot do it. And I'm going to tell you why you can't do it. And before I get into why you can't do it, this is not me telling you that you have to go vote Republican or vote for Donald Trump. That's not what I'm saying. But I will say that you can no longer support this party because their platform is so radical when it comes to killing children that when you try to ignore that part of it and say, well, I'm doing it because of taxes or I'm doing it because of national security or I'm doing it because of military. No, no. There's no more compromising it. When you vote for a Democrat, you are voting for babies to be slaughtered, period. There is no ifs, ands, or buts about it. I'm not sugarcoating it anymore. I'm not going to hide behind it anymore. That is what it is. And if you don't believe me, after I've already told you that the Senate voted 49 to 51 in favor of killing babies, it was far left voted for it, far right voted against it. There is no, it's it's cut and dry, black and white, boom, right there. No, and I'll take it a step further for you guys. Planned Parenthood, and this was reported by the Daily Wire, and I encourage you guys to go um, get your news from there. They're, in my opinion, one of the most trusted news sources out there. Planned Parenthood and other pro-abortion groups are planning on spending $150 million on midterms this year. For the midterm elections at the end of this year, they're going to spend $150 million in nine states. And those nine states are Georgia, Arizona, Nevada, Michigan, Pennsylvania, New Hampshire, California, Kansas, and Wisconsin. One, Wisconsin, one, Pennsylvania, two, Michigan, three, Nevada, four, Arizona, five, Georgia, six. Six of the nine are swing states. And guess where the $150 million is going towards? It's not Republicans. It's not far-righters. As the new term, ultra-maga, it ain't going there. You've got pro-abortion and Planned Parenthood spending $150 million to get Democrats in office because Democrats are the ones that are going to slaughter children. It does not get any more black and white than that right there. If you are a believer, if Jesus is your Savior, if you again, if you are rooted in biblical values, you cannot support the Democratic Party anymore. You can't. Listen to what I'm saying. You cannot do it. Because when you give your support to that party, you are giving your support and your loyalties to slaughtering babies. You cannot do it. You cannot do it. The church might not say it. There might pastors out there might not say it, but I'm gonna tell you right now, Tyler Campbell at Faith or Fear, I'm gonna tell you, you cannot, you have to remove yourself from that platform and that party. You have to. If not, you're gonna to continue to support slaughtering our children and slaughtering our future. You can't do it. You can't do it. There is no more arguing about it. The argument is done. It's finished. And if you want more information on it, if you want to if you want to have the conversation with me, find us on Facebook, Faith Over Fear. Message me. I'll message you back. Email me, tyler.faithoverfear at gmail.com. Email me. I'd be more than happy to have a conversation with you. But I'm telling you right now, if you are a believer, you've got to separate yourself from the Democratic Party because they are slaughtering our children. The last thing I'm going to say I told you I was going to say it a lot. Proverbs 6, verse 17. One of the things that God hates is the shedding of innocent blood. We can't support it anymore. And church, let me tell you something. We have to stand up against this.
Continue to pray. Continue to get involved. Reach out to Students for Life. I've had Brooke Larkin on my show a few times. She's awesome. What they're doing in that organization is awesome. Pray for them. Continue to support them. And if you want to get involved more, please, like I said, email me at tyler.faithoverfear at gmail.com. Guys, pray for what's going on in our country right now because it's just pure evil what the people in charge are trying to get away with. I appreciate you tuning in this week, guys. As usual, like us, share us, find us on Facebook, Instagram, share us with your friends and family, give us five-star ratings, leave us some reviews. I appreciate you guys so much. I love you guys. Continue to pray for us, continue to fight, and stand up for our unborn children. Love you guys.